This week's episode got me super excited to share with y'all. This episode covered highly relatable topics for me in the realm of improving your health by first shifting your own belief systems that are compromising your health and how to start doing that. These tools translate into so much more than just nutrition, but are extremely helpful as one continues their journey, discovering their own knowing of what being true to themselves actually looks like outside of all the shoulds and pressures we get wired to believe throughout our whole life. Get ready to find yourself more because by doing that, you'll get closer to finding your health. Here's our guest. Hello and welcome to Eating Between the Lines. I am your host, Therese Martinez, and I am so happy to have you here. If you want to untangle yourself from diet culture conditioning and get appropriate, actionable options to nourish your unique life and body, I'm going to dive deep into the nuanced spectrum of health to help you figure out what to prioritize in your journey without getting trapped in the extreme ideology of health optimization or total complacency. I am here to help you apply the science effectively, not rigidly, and get you feeling better in your body and mind. Here is how to eat between the lines. Hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone. Very excited today. We have got Laura Ora on. She is an alignment coach for female entrepreneurs and women who are craving more in life. She guides people to personal alignment by learning how to honor their energy and truly listen to what they want instead of what they've been taught they should. Laura is the CEO of Works & Co., an urban branding studio, the host of a top 100 podcast, The Gutsy Podcast, speaker, author, and all-around visionary. The Gutsy Podcast, which is amazing, please go check it out, I love it, has over 60,000 downloads in 115 countries. Each week, Laura empowers women in business and in transition by humanizing feelings, encouraging individualism, and unraveling the shoulds that keep so many people stuck for decades. She'll be the first person to push you out of your comfort zone and the last to hug you as you head to the next level of your life. Her energy is contagious, an aura, and if you're up for the challenge, she might just trick you into believing in yourself. Laura, it is so wonderful to connect with you. How are you today? I am fabulous. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. So, um, gosh, we connected a few weeks ago at this point, and truly, I mean, even just like I read a lot of bios, right? And just the the energetics that you bring to a conversation, even virtually, like is amazing. I um, remember jumping on that, like that call that we were just like going to connect to see if we wanted to even chat more. And you really do bring such a lightness and welcoming energy in. It's just, I just want to validate that part of your bio because it is so true. And so I've been really looking forward to this because it just, I don't know. It just sounds really fun to dive in. I feel like we're very aligned with a lot of curiosities around um, the topics that you, you know, you work with day in, day out. So yeah, well, I, that is, that made my whole day. Thank you very oh, much for good. saying that. I appreciate it. It's, you know, it's been, uh, it's been a journey 
to really truly discover who I am and allow the fullness of myself to be who I am, not just in my personal life, but in my business mm-hmm. and have found that, um, spoiler alert, the secret sauce is giving yourself permission to be who you are. That's truly where mm-hmm. the happiness, the joy, the success, the growth that you're really looking for. I mean, it's foundational to that. So yeah. thank you very much for those beautiful, kind words. I accept oh, gosh. that. <laughs> yes, good. Oh, so true. Let's uh, let's kind of actually master segue into that. Let's uh, go into a little bit of your story. Um, first, I you know I kind of want to hear about um, where you're at currently with with who you help and sort of passions that you are all about right now, and then bring us like take us back into how you got there. Yeah. So my, my primary focus and what lights me up the most right now is helping women in business to get back into alignment, not just personally, but in their business. And that means nothing more than rediscovering who they are, what they want, how they actually want to do the thing, and then giving themselves permission to do it. It sounds simple, but it's not always easy. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and really, you know, after working with gosh, I think thousands of people at this point, uh, it's not the the tactics. It's not the strategies always. It's not all the moving pieces that stops people. It's not always even time or money, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. It's what's happening in between your ears on a regular basis. It's the conversations that you're having with yourself. It's the beliefs that you continue to lean into. It's the habits that you continue to turn to. And it just like blows my mind and lights me up all at the same time to really see these incredible women in the space to help shift them. And like, it's like a wake up, right? Like it's like waking up again and and getting reconnected. So that is a thousand percent where my passion is. And of course, um, in hosting the gutsy podcast, it's, it's part of my soul, right? Mm -hmm. It's just part of my calling. So, so that's where I currently am. I'll give you the cliff notes back version. So I've been an entrepreneur and business owner for 15 years, almost 16 now at this point. Um, I started my branding agency when I was six and a half months pregnant with my son. I quit my full-time job. Um, I'll date myself for a second. I My job was designing ads for the yellow book, which was the phone book. So the oh, yellow wow. pages on the back. I designed the ads in the back of that. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, it was through that experience, though, that I learned what I loved and what I didn't love. Um, and what I was really missing was the connection with people. And so I started my business and started branding people and businesses. And through that process, I really found this natural interest in people's thoughts and feelings and mind and like the fears that were popping up and the, why they were holding back. And I was just like, Oh, this is really interesting. Cause I was also going through that same stuff myself, right? Like mm-hmm. owning a business is such a weird road. It's one day you're on top of the world and the next day you suck. And like, then you see something, then you're inspired. And then the next day you've talked yourself out of everything. And it's just this really weird, windy, turny road. And I don't care what a million people tell you on Instagram. There are moments and seasons of this, right? It's Mm -hmm. not always just like perfection and these incredible launches overnight. And so I... I leaned into, I've always been very good about leaning into the things that I find interesting and kind of light me up. Mm -hmm. And so I started interviewing entrepreneurs on the green couch, which is in my background right now. Um, but it was called the green couch project and it was a whole production lights and cameras and, you know, photographers and the whole thing. And I loved, love, love that. Cause I got to have 
just very candid, raw conversations with the business owner, not about branding, but about them and their mind. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do more of it, but the production cost of that was pretty substantial. So I thought, okay, well, how can I do more of this? And it costs less money to do it. I'll figure out how to launch a podcast. Sure. I, you know, I'm always just one of those people where I'm like, I'll figure it out. You know, like, I don't know how to do it, but I'll figure it out. So four and a half years ago, I launched the Gutsy Podcast. And as you mentioned, now it's in the top 100 under entrepreneurship, which I'm very proud of. And um, that has led me to to coaching and to mm. hosting the show and just having these conversations because before you're a business owner, you're a human. And as a human, you have thoughts and feelings and desires and ideas and expectations and all of the stuff that come, you know, creates who you are. If we don't work on shift and strengthen that, that shit continues to show up in your business. Totally. So we always want to go to like, how do we fix the business? Well, I'm more like, let's actually maybe go inward. You don't, you don't need fixed, right? We just maybe need to bring some awareness, some consciousness um, and shift some things so that you mm -hmm. are more aligned with yourself. So yeah, that's, that's the long, short version. No, yeah, <laughs> that's great. Do you, um, okay. So a couple questions here. I have a little bit better of an idea of why you then like, like to work with entrepreneurs. It sounds like that is just such a rich part of your background. What is it that like you feel, um, is there something unique about entrepreneurs that you find this work to be most more beneficial for and kind of why? Yeah. I, I mean, I think probably just naturally because it's, it's just been such a huge part of my life. Right. And I felt so isolated and sometimes still, right? Like entrepreneurship mm -hmm. can be a very isolating role as well. Mm -hmm. And you sit and you're thinking by yourself and you're doing by yourself and you're trying to figure things out by yourself. And I've just always had a soft spot for making sure that people feel seen and heard and included. Mm -hmm. And so I think just between my background of owning and operating and running and growing a business and knowing what I was experiencing as my own human self, it's just always been a natural thing because, it, you know, entrepreneurship is so fascinating because as challenging as it can be, it's also incredibly rewarding. Like you can truly create the life that you want. You can, you have control over your finances. You can choose how you work, when you work, where you mm -hmm. work, right? Like it just gives you so much flexibility. And I think that it's important to empower the people that have that itch inside of them or that natural, I don't know if it's a, a gene or if it's a something that kind of comes across you or something you're born with, but to know that they're not alone and that there is support and that you can do this because otherwise you're sitting there by yourself and you talk yourself out of stuff and it gets really complicated. So yeah, yeah, I think it's, I think it's just a, a combination of a lot of things <clears throat> that have, I've just always felt, you know, intrigued by and yeah. also pas passionate to support in. Yeah, totally. One of the reasons I, I wanted to chat with you was because of this idea around uh, alignment and helping people become more aligned. I find that there are a lot of parallels with that um, kind of idea seen in realms of diet culture and, uh, and honestly, oh, just considerations around the toxicity of the gas that is bombardment around shoulds and shouldn'ts of bodies and, and then also wellness culture uh, too. They're kind of one in the same as well, but, um, 
what do you think, like, first of all, how do you define alignment? Like, what is it even, how would you even describe what being aligned is like a, a pre unaligned, a post aligned. And is it like in different areas of your life? What does this look like? How do you, how do you go about like even just grasping the definition? Yeah. Alignment is kind of funny because if you're not super aware or even have been introduced yet to this concept, you may not even know that you're in or out of alignment. It just might be a regular feeling that you have. Mm-hmm. So in the most basic of terms, alignment is nothing more than being, doing, and choosing from your own space as yourself. It's giving yourself permission and allowing yourself to do what you want to do, to go where you want to go, to create what you want to create, to say yes to yourself, to put yourself forward, to do things that bring you joy. It's literally taking care of your human self. And Mm -hmm. what ends up happening is we get caught in these buckets of, and you even just mentioned it, shoulds, right? This is how I should do things. Now I have roles and responsibilities. Now I have time expectations. There's all these like things that pull you out of your own center. Alignment is amazing because once you taste it it's like you don't want anything other than it because in alignment decisions become easier saying Mm -hmm. yes or no becomes easier Uh, there's just an ease and a peace in your life and in your soul like it's where you're able to really control your thoughts and um, navigate your feelings and choose because you want to instead of giving away unintentionally giving away parts of yourself to other people So for instance, like in a business, like, oh, I can, you know, open my phone right now and see, you know, 30 people that own a business and 30 different ways to do something. Well, out of alignment, I might look at their information and say, well, that's working for them. So it must work for me. Now I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. And this person says to post on Instagram this many times a day. So I should do that. And I'm going to do that. And then this person says that I should change the way that I talk. So I'm going to do that. That's what I mean by unintentionally giving away Mm. parts of yourself that is out of alignment because it's not choosing from your space. It's choosing from their space. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you're in alignment, you can see all those things. Maybe you take some inspiration from it. Oh, that's interesting. Well, there, there might be a piece of that, that I can create my own thing, but I see that they're telling me that I have to post this many times a day, but you know what? I know that I don't need to, because I know how my audience works and I know how I work the best. So I'm glad that's working for them but I'm going to keep doing it the way that I'm doing it because it's working, right? Like that's what I mean by getting into alignment and choosing from yourself. It's like this very grounded, natural state. It's literally the natural state of who you are before the world told you what you should be. Yeah. And so it's, there's just this ease and a flow and a simplicity. Simplicity is such a huge thing in alignment. Mm -hmm. A lot misalignment is just like herding cats. Everything's everywhere. And at the end of the day, you're going, I did a bunch of shit. I have no idea what I did today. I don't feel fulfilled. And tomorrow I got to do it all over again. It's just chaos. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I see this so much in, uh, like so much in the nutrition and fitness realm, honestly, because there's always the, like the one uppers of like, this is the best way. This is the only way this is like how you need to approach this, this and that. I mean, I even see it with like my own self and like, I don't know what I wear and like, you know, like if I'm going to wear makeup, am I doing this for myself or am I, is this because of like how I've just been influenced my whole life of what I should and shouldn't do? And it gets extremely 
confusing. And I know like, as you're describing the feeling of being aligned, it's like, I know that I have felt that. And I know that it like, like, so probably everybody at some point has like had a glimpse of it, at least in their life with some decision that they've made. Um, how did one kind of practice and understand steps to get to that place? Like the curiosity for me with like, is this me? Is this not me? Is this what it like, is this what I'm groomed to be? Like, what is it actually? And how do I practice getting there? Is it trial and error? Is it observation of responsive emotions? Like, what is it? It's a lot of things, but I think one of the most simplistic ways and places to start is a very important question that we don't ask ourselves. And that is, what do I want? Mm -hmm. We skip over that. We're on to the next thing. There's a million things going on. <clears throat> We're easily influenced and we don't pause. There is so much power in the pause when we give ourselves a chance to just sit for a hot second, um, observe things, notice, right? Awareness is such a huge part of this is like, how do I even feel right now? So if we're talking about, let's talk about, um, you know, choosing what to wear. You just mentioned that mm -hmm. example. And one of the things that comes to my mind first with what to wear <clears throat> is, you know, we're going into the summertime at this point and there's dresses and, you know, just the things that we're wearing and stuff. And what are we taught as a society as women? Make sure everything is smooth. There's no bumps. There's no lumps. There's no pouches. Put on this garment that literally sucks your organs in so that we can create this perfect shape mm -hmm. so that everyone else feels more comfortable. Mm -hmm. Okay. Give me the soapbox for a hot second, because that's the kind of bullshit that I get real wound up about. That is a should that is misalignment because that is what someone else is telling you to do. Mm -hmm. So in this scenario, we're getting dressed, right? It's the morning. We're going out to spend a day with friends. We're putting on the dress. We start to see the lumps and the bumps. We're human beings. We have organs. Our bodies have shapes, right? So in that moment, the should, the misaligned part of you is like, I should put on the, the slimming thing, right? I need to tuck this in. I need to put this cleavage away. I need to, I need to do all these things. Pause. Take a really nice, big, deep breath. What do I want? How do I want to feel right now? Can I give myself the grace that this is the body that I'm in right now? And that I can love it for what it is because it helps me navigate this entire world. What if I chose for myself today? Maybe I don't like wearing those slimming things because it's uncomfortable and it's hot and it's sweaty and it makes me feel gross and they roll down and they're uncomfortable. So today, instead, I'm going to choose. <clears throat> I'm going to choose from my aligned self and I'm going to say, I'm just going to wear the dress and I'm not going to worry about all those, that other stuff because I'm not here to make everyone else happy and comfortable. I'm here to help make myself happy and comfortable. And so now I'm choosing from an aligned space and then you go out and you feel good. And, you know, honestly, I also want to say that sometimes it's uncomfortable at first, right? When you're choosing to do something for yourself and you haven't done it in a long while, right? I can remember some of the first time, like I went to the store the other day with no bra on. There were a couple of years ago, I would have been like hiding myself and tucking and all this stuff. And, and I'm like, this is literally the body that I have. We all have bodies. Mm -hmm. Why am I like shaming my body? So it takes a little while to like undo 
the stuff that you've been programmed to do and be, but that's where the confidence comes into place. That's where it becomes easier to make these decisions. So after you decide from an aligned space enough times, it becomes second nature mm-hmm. and, and it becomes, it's no longer something you have to think about or work on. It just becomes your norm. Yeah. The whole concept of, uh, trying to appease others and not make them uncomfortable is I think just a really, it's just very challenging for people. Um, I, uh, I was just talking to another gal actually that was on, and she was talking about this as well, where it's like, we're just not like women, especially, um, you know, and I don't mean to be sexist by any means. I'm sure that there are many men that can relate to, but, there is a tendency for women to just not have the history of standing up and like, and actually going against the grain because they are just so groomed to please others. And I imagine in the entrepreneurial space as well, like it's definitely seen in ways that are like, not just like body, right. But in just like time given and all of that. And I just, um, it is a concept that I just, I I want to emanate and understand far more of my own self and just get to know my own self more and then help clients really understand what that looks like for them too. Because, oh my word, what a relief. What a relief. I remember talking to a therapist, one of my many, uh, like oh, years ago. And, um, you know, uh, I battled an eating disorder for a long time and I'm still just kind of like lots of thoughts, lots of thoughts around food and body. And she just like planted this seed of like, what would, what would it be like to not think about those things? And it was just like, it was the, the visual of <laughs> what happened in my brain was just like, clearance and like and then the physical like feeling of weight off my shoulders and it was like wait how am I gonna feel that like what do I do oh my gosh I can think about so many other things where else can my mind go what else can I do in this world who else can I serve what can I do for myself and it's like a whole time like all the amount of time people spend thinking about like appeasing others, pleasing others, not letting others feel uncomfortable in sacrifice for their own well-being and mental health, I think is wild. I think it's still helpful to be considerate, you know, but it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, putting yourself first doesn't mean that you're just like being a jerk to other people. I think that that, I think people think that it's like a black and white. You either Mm -hmm. think of other people first or you think of yourself first. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, we could also go down the rabbit hole oh, you put yourself first, that's selfish. And how dare you? And you need to do this. And it's, it's, it's the same rabbit hole, but in a different direction. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's not a black and white. In fact, I would, I would fight in the streets to say that taking care of yourself actually gives you the opportunity to be so much better for the people that you care for, Mm -hmm. that you can show up more, you can be more present, you're healthier, you're happier. There's more joy, you know, with, when you're with your spouse or your kids or your friends or your family, your coworkers, your, your employees, whoever it is that is around you, um, gets to benefit from your joy and your alignment as well. Because when you're fulfilled, you, I mean, you hear it all the time. You can't pour from an empty cup and it's really true, (laughs) but we're constantly just like, you know, trying to siphon out this like empty cup that we're like, well, if we just melt the plastic, then we'll have more liquid to give, you know, like, 
but it doesn't have to be that way. But it, that comes down to a decision. You know, we, we can continue to go down this path. We can continue to do the things that we're doing right now, or we can decide to change things. And that's the uncomfortable spot. Mm-hmm. That's where people have resistance. I say this on TikTok a lot and it always gets people real, real wound up. And I always say the thing that you want the most is often behind the thing that you resist the most. Mm. And so if we're saying, you know, I want more time. I need more time. I don't have any time, but now we're packing our schedules and saying yes and overcommitting. We're resisting the thing that we want. Mm. And that's a really big piece when we, when we think about alignment is recognizing where you resist things, recognizing your tendencies. What do you tend to do when things get hard or overwhelming or complicated or even exciting sometimes, right? Like there's all these like moving pieces to help like rediscover what do you actually want? Yeah. And how can we create new healthier habits and belief systems that support that instead? Otherwise we're in a hamster wheel. Totally. Might get off off the hamster wheel, but inevitably we jump back on the hamster wheel and then we get off and we get back on. And so it's really just about breaking the pattern and creating a new one. Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about hamster wheels a lot lately with my own life <laughs> and uh and so much of what you said like said and even like initially just describing entrepreneurs earlier on it was like yep 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 <laughs> I like so relate to so much of this um what does it look like to dive in like I mean I imagine you know your process entails more than a like 30 minute discussion here but like what what are some like tools. I think that, I think it's, uh, you know, outside looking in, Oh, mm-hmm. alignment sounds great. Okay. Yeah. That mindset sounds great. What is it that like, what do you do to get there? How do you dive in? What are some of like, maybe like the practices or, um, things that you apply in your own business to help people in a kind of in a more concrete fashion, because I think otherwise there is a lot of skepticism to that, like, to the ability, right? Um, not that a person has to know the how for everything. I think that's part of it too, right? But um, but there is curiosity around like what it even means. What yeah. Well, you know, it's also one of those things where I think mindset gets thrown around and gets real like, oh, in the wind. And if we just stand still and, okay, listen, <laughs> <laughs> we can feel things all day long, but if we don't take action to support it, Mm-hmm. we're we're just standing in the wind and we're going to keep doing that. So we teach what we most need to learn. A mentor told me that one time. And sometimes I'm like, damn, that's so true. So I developed a process and by doing it myself, because I'm like, my mindset goes all over the place. And I also want to say that this is not about achieving perfection. It's not about getting to a level and then like never having to deal with it again. Because new experiences come up, new beliefs form, new things happen. And so this tool can be applied in any point of your journey to get back into alignment. So it's called the power back process. And it's an acronym. A-U-R-A. Aura. Yes, pun fully intended. It's (laughs) designed to help you get back into your energy, which gets you back into alignment. So when your thoughts start going on 100 miles an hour, when you start getting overwhelmed, 
when you start overthinking, when you start, when you get stuck, when you go into freeze mode, like whatever is happening, what you would typically do, right? We talked about tendencies, whatever you would typically do, you can implement this. And so instead of going off the rails and this thought or feeling controlling you for the rest of the day, the week, the month, years, you can literally take your power back in the moment or shortly thereafter and get back into alignment and move forward. So I'll walk you through it. First one is A, awareness. So I'm just going to stick with our example from earlier with the getting dressed because it's relevant, I think, to everybody. So A, awareness. I'm getting dressed. I am putting on something and my brain starts going. I'm too fat. This doesn't look good. I don't even know if I like this color. You know, so-and-so has a dress like this. What if they wear it? I don't want to wear it too. Like, right? The, the chatter. Blah, 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 blah. We're just talking to ourselves. Awareness literally just building awareness. Okay. I am saying a whole bunch of shit to myself right now. Got it. I see it. I understand it. I'm recognizing it. If you skip that part, the rest is irrelevant because if you don't have awareness around what you're thinking or you're feeling the, the hamster wheel, you shall continue to run in. So, okay. I am saying that stuff to myself again. Got it. The next step is you unpack it. This is a place without judgment, it's a place of curiosity. It's a place of fluidity. I wonder why I'm saying that to myself right now. Huh, that's kind of strange. Where did that come from? Because 10 minutes ago, I felt pretty good. Oh, I saw that post on Instagram and that other person looked really good. Or I saw somebody outside and, and their hair, I felt like their hair looked better than mine. Or I thought about something that, you know, a friend said to me once that I can't quite get out of my head. I can't shake it off. Got it. Okay, I'm seeing kind of where this is coming from. The R is to reframe it. What is real and what is true? You know what? I bought this dress because I really liked it. This color is pretty awesome. I know I don't wear it very often, but you know, I'm trying to try some new things. Like I really feel curious to wear this. I feel kind of excited. I don't need to shape wear anything. If Sally Joe wears it too, then cool. We'll take twin pictures and post it online, right? Like it's, it's okay. Like I bought this dress cause I'm ready to try some new things and I want to. And then a is aligned action. So now you've taken this really big gnarly thing. You've brought it back in regrounded. And now we're choosing from our aligned space. I'm going to wear the dress period, leave the house and go do the thing. And so instead of these thoughts and feelings, now you're changing into five different outfits and things are thrown across the room. And now I want to cut off all my hair because my hair looks stupid now too, right? Instead of going down that rabbit hole, we have taken a hold of that thought process, regrounded it, recentered, realigned, and moved forward with what you actually wanted, which was to wear the dress. Mm -hmm. And I promise you, I promise you, if you implement this, if you do this, you catch those thoughts, you catch the feeling, you start to implement this process, you will change everything, hmm. literally everything. My husband uses it, my son uses it, my family, like people use it because it is simple. You don't need to go buy anything. You don't need to go log into anywhere. This is, you can literally do this silently sitting at a dinner table. You can do this in a meeting. You can do this in an interview. You can do this in front of the mirror. You can do this anywhere. And it helps to reroute what you would typically do and get you back into alignment mm -hmm. so that you can move forward from that space. I love it. I love it. Um, 
So how do you get more mindful? <laughs> Cause it's like, that's the starting point, right? Cause it's like, okay, that makes sense. I've, um, I see a lot of, I did a lot of dialectic behavioral therapy in years of past. Have you heard of DBT very much? I've not. No, okay. To me. Yeah. So, um, that's interesting because I like see parallels with what you're kind of talking about. They have, um, four different modules, once mindfulness, distress tolerance, emotional regulation, and a fourth one, I forget, um, interpersonal effectiveness. So anyways, they have like certain skills in, um, that you apply in certain, it was originally created for folks with bipolar disorder, but had been applied for folks with eating disorders, but I've gone through it a few times and I'm like, I use this with my clients. I use that like have no, not eating disorder wise, but like I like, I talk to my friends about it. Right. Cause because of the really, the valuable skills that there can be, but in any case, it's like you create that mindfulness to intercept the thought. Right. So, um, but that's the hardest part I think for people to even start because it's so habituated, right. It's so natural. It's so like some scrolling through social media, you don't even realize what is coming into your mind, what seeds you're watering, um, where like, you know, you go out to go put a dress on and you're like, like what you just said, you have the reaction, but how do you even tie it back to that social media scrolling? And so like, so eventually if you do get to the point of that mindfulness, then they have a skill, um, that's called check the facts. And so then like you, you know, where your mind's going, you check the facts of your actual, like, what you're thinking. Are they true? Is this act? Is this, how do I know this to be true? Do I know if people will judge me? Do I know, do I know if I care, right? Like, does it matter? Like those kinds of things. Um, and then radical acceptance is like another part of it where it's like, I don't know, I will never know. And this is what I want to do. Right. And yeah. so like, the hardest part I think is that initial interception because of the wiring for us all the time, right? How do you start with helping people become just more aware of their own thoughts? Yeah. You know, most people are walking around on autopilot. You've got a routine, you've got responsibilities, you've got timelines, you've got deadlines, you got all this stuff going on. And so this is, this is the work. You know, it's not, there's no, no special pill to take. There's, you know, mm -hmm. isn't a five-step hack that's going to change this overnight. You're literally rewiring your brain. And so, you know, the subconscious, we operate out of our subconscious mind 95 to 97% of the time, mm -hmm. which means the back of your brain, the thoughts, beliefs, and systems that you have formed from a child upwards, that's what's running the show. And what we're trying to do now with this process is use that three to 5% of the conscious mind to get aware of all that other gunk that's happening in the background. Mm -hmm. And so it's, you know, our subconscious mind is like a dirt road. I like to use this analogy. I'm a visual person. Yeah. You know, that dirt road that's been in that hometown for like 150 years, every car, truck, bus, and vehicle has gone down it. The grooves in the dirt are literally so deep that when you turn left to go down the road, your car literally just automatically clicks into place, right? And that's the path that you go. Mm -hmm. And that's what's happening on a regular basis. Always your decisions, your beliefs, um, how you show up, what you're doing. That's what you're doing. You're turning your car into that groove. And so this process, this getting radically aware, this getting mindful, this waking up 
is when you turn onto the dirt road instead of clicking the place, now we are turning a little bit more right mm -hmm. and we're creating a new groove. So you're creating a new pattern and that takes time. I want everyone to know that like this takes time. Don't get, don't get pissed mm -hmm. off at yourself or like beat yourself up or start going down the shame game spiral by saying like, oh, I did good yesterday about today. I suck. Today, the mindfulness piece is to slow down. And people don't like that. Mm -mm. People don't want to slow down. You want to keep running at the races. You want to keep doing what you're doing. So fun little exercise, carry around a post-it note with you for one day. And every time you say the word should, put a little tick mark. You want to start to build some mindfulness? That'll get you real aware of your words mm. very quickly. And it's so like a little tiny activity just to become aware of what you're saying. Another activity is once an hour, every hour, sit and write down everything that you said to yourself. If you want to go even further a step, carry around a notebook with you. And every time you say something crappy or make a decision based off of something that you should write it down, just simply be aware of it. Again, we're yeah. not, it's not about smacking you on the back of the hand when it's not about being like, look how terrible I am. No, we're not doing all that. We, you have to build awareness, right? Like you are literally creating a new groove in your brain. Mm -hmm. And when you start to do that, then you start to catch yourself a little bit sooner. You know, if you yeah. do the, the should exercise, which I recommend everybody doing, carry that around with you for the day. And every time you write that tick mark and it adds up and you're like, holy cow. I had no idea. And that is the whole point is to mm. build awareness around the things that you're on autopilot for. It's a wake up call, right? And then tomorrow, when you go to talk, you're going to catch it. You're going to be like, oh, I should. Oh, there it is. Mm -hmm. Right. And that in turn starts a new process that starts to bring, you know, it's like light bulbs start to go off. And then you yeah. can start to implement that power back process when some of those things happen. And it's like, all of a sudden now I'm kind of like leaning into something new. This is new territory. Mm -hmm. I've not done this before and it feels different, but it's getting me better results and I'm yeah. feeling better and I'm more intrigued and I'm going deeper with myself. And this, this might be the thing that leads me to what I'm actually trying to do. Mm. I like that. I'm thinking about all the shoulds of clients and people probably listening, even in the realm of like food and nutrition and health, like a lot, just having the connection of frequency of the, oh gosh, like, I don't know, just the, um, external direction, you know, like, like I'm picturing like almost like a puppet, right. Where like they're, they're kind of being played by someone else of like the shoulds and shouldn'ts in those types of directions. But like yeah. the awareness that that would create when like, God, think about how, uh, like how much that chips away at your own knowing and your own, like what kind of feels more. And again, like aligned for you, but also just the guilt and shame cycle when yep. you should on yourself so often. And so, um, I love that. It reminds me, I think it was like Kevin Hart or someone did this experiment when they were like, they had said like to try to not complain for like a week or something. It was like, not just even a day, but it was like a week. And I think the day was even super hard, but you know, that kind of talk. I did the challenge with myself with, um, money a while ago where it was like, 
try not to make a comment around the cost of anything, right? And once I started creating more awareness, I just started realizing how many other people would comment about, oh gosh, it's so expensive. Oh, well, here are the times, you know, like like, all this stuff. And it's like, ooh, that's an energy that I don't really love. And I also don't, yeah. And then I would like notice, it's like, man, that was me for so long, still to a certain degree, right? Like still working, but it, uh, having that awareness, I think is just so dang powerful with that mindfulness and reiteration. So I love that exercise. That's a, yeah, that's, that's good. That's it's a fun way to realize very quickly what you're saying and don't even realize what you're saying, what Mm -hmm. you're thinking and don't even realize what you're thinking. And like I said, it's, it's like a, a really cool little snowball that yeah. starts as a little tiny thing and then it grows, you know, if you're willing to lean into it, right? Again, it's not about doing this exercise. And then now all of a sudden tomorrow I'm like magically healed from right. Bad thoughts. Right. But it it opens a door mm-hmm. for you to walk through with curiosity. Yeah. It opens a door that maybe has not been opened yet mm-hmm. and takes you on a journey of like this reconnecting with yourself. And then it's through that type of process where you discover what alignment is for you because your alignment probably looks very different than mine. Mm-hmm. My alignment looks different than my best friends, right? Like we all have different things that make us who we are and we all have different desires and the way that we want to do things in the world. So it's, it's so much about permission and mm-hmm. allowing, you know, mm-hmm. allowing myself to do things the way that I want to, but first even recognizing where what's going on in the first place and where do I even begin? I hear that a lot. Where do I even begin? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's tough. Like the, I mean, it's, it's, it's straight up just developing new myelin sheath pathways in the brain, right? Yeah. Like you are um, rewiring. And I just think about, I talk about this a lot with folks where it's like, we've got a lot of things that, that have like shaped us to be the way that we are now, right? I mean, so many influences of our history, of the bombardment of certain things, the watering of certain seeds that we have created a ton of different, very grooved in pathways in our mind to think and act and do the way that we live, right? And so it can take time, like a lot of people think nutrition is just uh eat this, not that kind of thing. Right. But there is so much nuance to it and to health in general that like re like untangling all of the, the wiring, breaking things down takes time. It takes time to develop new habits too. And I think that it's a, it's a huge challenge for folks and a daunting uh, acceptance to understand that it truly is indeed a process and because it's just not appealing for it to be a process. And so in the nutrition realm, I really hope to find ways to help people embrace the process and journey and kind of like enjoy it, learn to enjoy it, find ways to do that with what you do. Do you a encounter that very much and B how, what would you tell people that like have resistance around it taking a while? Yeah. You know, unfortunately we live in a culture where we want things to be fixed now and Mm -hmm. we want the shortest path possible and maybe even to spend the least amount of money to do it. 
And the truth is you're making shifts in your life and to get something different, you have to do things differently. You know, even just thinking in the realm of health, I'm certainly not a health expert by any means, but I am a human and can relate to, you know, just thinking about like the lack or taking things away or, oh, I have to, you know, like, so if you, if the goal is to feel better, right. Coming back to the question, what do I want? Mm-hmm. I want to feel better. Okay. So now I can do this exercise where every time I say something negative about the things I need to do to feel better, I'm building awareness around that. Whether that's a check mark or, or a line on your paper or writing out the actual sentence, but like, Oh, I have to work out. Oh, I don't want to eat that. Oh, I am limited on what the foods I can put in my body. Oh, everyone else can eat however they want to, right? Like that stuff is stopping you, Mm -hmm. right? That's, it's not fueling what you want. And I think that the sooner that we can recognize that our thoughts truly navigate our outcome, the sooner, the better, Mm. because the same thing happens in business. Like I want to make all this money and I just want all this time and I want to be free. Okay. We can, that is achievable, but what do you believe about those things? Mm-hmm. You believe that making money is hard, that you have to work your face off to get it. That money is the root of all evil. Okay. We need to unpack that. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that you need to fill your calendar? You have to overexert yourself. You have to say yes to everything. Okay. We have to unpack that. Okay. Like we think about the things that we want. And again, back to that resistance piece, the thing that we want the most is often behind the thing that we resist the most. So if we look mm-hmm. at the thing that we're resisting, then that can uncover a whole lot about the truth of what's actually really important to us. Yeah. So it happens, it happens in business every single day. And it's, it's interesting because I'm just very intuitive. I'm a listener. I'm an, an observer. And so I hear the words and I feel the energy and then I'm like tossing it back across the table and they're like, Oh damn, I didn't even recognize that. Mm. And, and that's what it boils down to is just that autopilot and not even recognizing what you're doing, saying, or feeling about the thing that, you actually want. Totally. It reminds me, I um, hope I don't butcher this quote. Uh, do you, do you follow James Wedmore at all? Do you know who I that don't. is? Oh, I don't. I'm, I'm hit. I'm hitting the marks with he's, your resources. Today. No, I know. <laughs> it's surprising because he's a, he's an online business entrepreneur coach, man. He, he focuses a lot on, <laughs> <Coach> man. <laughs> <laughs> he focuses a lot on like the above mindset of, um, of entrepreneurs. He's just phenomenal. I really highly recommend him, but he always talks about how, you know, energy goes in the direction where thoughts flow, energy flows where something along those lines. Yep. Right. So it is just kind of that like idea where, um, like for me <clears throat> and business stuff for me has always been like extremely appealing based off of like the selling markers of so many people with entrepreneurship, right? It's like, have the freedom, have the the impact and make the money that you want and all this stuff. Um, and then you kind of get into it and you're like, okay, I really need to make money. Um, and so then you're just focusing on the not having money. And that is extremely limiting in terms of actually providing the energetics that are appropriate for your people, because it's like, they feel that, right. They're like, Ooh, like, I don't, you know, like this doesn't feel great to buy from the, at least this is kind of what I believe, right. Just kind of in, in the energy around it all. And at least even with the potential of, of moving forward in a certain direction, right. If a person is thinking about food, diet, wellness, it's kind of like, they're so like 
afraid or focused on not gaining weight or not getting chronic disease or like feeling, you know, whatever it is, having certain health issues and repercussions with what they're doing, that they get so caught up in the, the like kind of lack mindset, but also the, the concern where it's like, that's where everything is going. And it's like, it's kind of a no wonder many times that it doesn't actually work out for them because a it's exhausting and B it's like unsustainable, but like C it just doesn't really translate to what they're wanting, right? It's the energy flowing in this negative aura. And to me, it's, it's going to be ultimately unproductive unless it shows them it doesn't work. And then maybe that would be productive in and of itself. But yeah. So I think it's super interesting. Think of the concept of, you know, when you buy, let's say you buy a yellow car, you're not, you don't typically see yellow cars, but now all of a sudden that you've bought a yellow car, you're like, well, everyone's copying me. How does mm-hmm. everyone else have a yellow car? You're, you're super aware of your yellow car. You think about it daily. You get into it daily. Maybe you've even like dreamed of getting it. So you're thinking about it. Maybe it's on your vision board, right? Even before you physically have it, that's where your energy is focused. That's where your mind mm-hmm. is focused. So your brain wants to show you proof that it's possible. It wants to show you proof that it exists. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden you see like a million yellow cars and you're like, where did all these things come from? Why does everybody want what I want? Right? Like it's just because that's what your, your subconscious has woken up to it mm-hmm. and it's grabbed onto that piece and says, Hey, this is important to, to this person. So let's see more of it. And that's exactly what's happening in the example that you're showing is like, if you're focusing on the lack, the lack you shall keep right? Because we're focusing on all the reasons why we can't. And so your subconscious is like this amazingly talented, loving puppy that wants nothing more than to make you happy. And it doesn't know the difference between good and bad and right and wrong. It just knows that you keep telling it that you can't have this. So it wants to bring back to you proof why you can't. Mm -hmm. And that perpetuates. That's the hamster wheel. And so yes, where you focus that's what you end up getting more of. And it's, I want to acknowledge that it can be really challenging to shift that. I'm not sitting over here saying that it's just like this magic wand and, oh, Oh, we'll just do this and it makes it better. It is work to change your life. Mm -hmm. But what is the alternative to keep doing what you're doing, to keep feeling the way that you're feeling, to keep having the stuff that you don't want, to keep complaining about stuff to people that's the alternative. So choose the temporary hard that gets you to the thing that you actually want instead. I love that. I honestly, I feel like that that's a really good place to wrap up, Laura. I love that. <laughs> oh, I was I have like other questions I want to ask, but I think that that's that's beautiful. Um, do you have anything else that you want to to mention? I definitely want to have you let people know where to find you, but anything else to touch on before then? Yeah, I mean, I think just some parting some parting words and, and mm-hmm. guidance and love is that you are allowed to want what you want. You are able to change things. You are a thousand times more capable than you're giving yourself credit for. And your mind is either going to be the thing that propels you forward or keeps you living the same example, living the same experience every single day. 
And so by giving yourself the opportunity to want what you want and give yourself permission to take one step forward, one at a time, not to focus on the bigness. That's a whole different conversation. We're just focusing on the next right step that is for you. You'll create the momentum that you're looking for. You'll create the clarity that you're looking for. You'll create the information that you need to keep moving forward. So want what you want, you know, without harm of yourself or others, of course, um, and give yourself permission to do the things that you think about when nobody else is around. Hmm. I truly believe like, I mean, it seems like a duh statement, but it's like, is that not like what will make this world a better place? Oh, right? a like, per- Imagine if like everyone was more aligned with themselves and everyone was happier. Mm-hmm. I I can't help but think that this world could be a lot cooler than what it actually is. <laughs> totally. Well, and I think especially if you if if you are aligned with yourself, you also don't project judgment on other people as much. And I think that's where things can get really hairy in like in I don't know in the world where there's just like. Yeah, like there's a projection on the best ways, the better ways, the this, the that. And when you say other people should be living a life in X ways, X, Y, and Z, even though that's just what's working for you, that's when people get um, confused and feel judged and behave in ways that I, I think really spiral downward, right? That's when comparison comes up so much. That's when we get thrown into directions that we don't really know are actually good for us. And then it, and then it just goes crazy from there. Then, then it's 20 years down the line and you've lost yourself. And, um, and I just feel like the more people can pull back judgment, look inward, get to a better place with their own self. Like, I just feel like I'm looking out the window right now. I just feel like the weight of the world lifting, you know, it's just like, mm. oh, it's the dream, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, Laura, where can people find you? Yep. So the best place to find all things me is at lauraora.com. It's L-A-U-R-A-A-U-R-A.com. That's where you can find out about coaching, uh, classes, upcoming events that I have and Aura am hosting. Um, on social media, I play the most on TikTok. That is my playground and I get pretty unhinged over there. So you can find me. I'm at that Laura Aura. And of course the gutsy podcast, if you want me infused in your brain a little bit more each week, um, it's on Apple podcasts and all the other places where we like to listen. Awesome. Oh, well, thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, possibly continue this conversation down the line too. This is so fun. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening today. If you found this information valuable, please share this episode and give it a review. They truly help a ton. If you want additional support and information, you can head over to my website, teresemartinezrd.com, where you can snag my free guide on how to improve your hunger signals, get on my email list for regular juicy content, or apply for the next round of my signature program, Restoring Nutrition Intuition. Otherwise, Instagram at Therese Martinez RD or my Facebook group Fed Fit and Fad Free Nutrition with Therese are always places for more content and support. Until next time.